Today's episode of Pearl River Flows the Babble is brought to you by the Kemper Project. The Kemper Project is a 582 megawatt electric power plant which employs integrated gasification combined cycles. We love children and we really want them to come visit us. Children love lignite. It's a known thing. Kids love lignite. Lignite loves children. And the Kemper Project needs kids. So please, bring your children down to scenic Kemper County. Thank you. And make sure they bring some toys. Welcome to Pearl River Flows the Babble. I'm your host, Patrick Jerome. We've got some real treats for you today on the Babble. Um, we've got wonderful terms for you to name your American Brexit. If you are a United States state looking to not be so united anymore, well, we've got the marketing campaigns you need. We've got some more news coming from the Kemper County Coal Plant. And we've got a little bit of comedy gold from local comedians. This week we're featuring performances by Patrick Jerome, Holly Perkins, and Mandy Lacklin. So you're really going to want to hang around today and listen to some comedy. But first, we're going to have to take a few messages from one of our sponsors. Let's listen. Today's episode of Pearl River Flows the Babble is brought to you by the Human Interference Task Force. The Human Interference Task Force has been preventing mankind from reaching deadly radioactive waste since 1981. On behalf of the Department of Energy and the Bechdel Corporation... The Human Interference Task Force is humanity's undertaking that is most like a wizard trying to keep someone from getting to a Balrog. Burying things deep, putting up impassable seals, warning signs in any conceivable language, hostile architecture, remoteness. Basically, if you dig into this, it's your own goddamn fault. The Human Interference Task Force understands that protecting something against future generations tens of thousands of years down the road is an expensive proposition, and if Indiana Jones and any Lovecraft story have taught us anything, future humans will break those seals. So, let's hear it to future humanity and the Human Interference Task Force, proud supporters of the Pearl River Flow. We here at Pearl River Flow cannot imagine why you would want to leave the United States of America, but as we've seen recently in the news, some of these states and in these United States would like to be a little less united. If you are considering a secession from the Union, we here in Mississippi have some expertise in this particular subject. We don't want you to make the same mistakes that we made in the past. Most important, as the Brexit campaign has shown us, is to have a clever name for your campaign. Therefore, we present this list. Alice Gramba, Alaskant, Aragonza, 
Arkansas, hell no. Caligonia, Colorado, Connecticut, now. Delaware, out of here. Florida, go. Georgia, gone. Hawaii, I'm a go. Illinois, sir. Inuyanta, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, and Rolly, out of here. Louisiana ain't here no more. Maint. Mary Long gone. Massachusetts out of here. Michigan. Minnegota. Mississippi. Miss O'Reilly. And, of course, Gontana. Uh, we've got some breaking news coming into Pearl for Flow's desks. We just wanted people to know that the state of Mississippi has advised the Kemper County Coal Facility to stop trying to liquefy lignite. The plant will now only run on clean, well-burning, natural gas. I have also been informed that the Mississippi Power, which controls the Kemper Project, one of our sponsors here on the show, will now be running the plant entirely on lost toys. Lost children's toys. That's right, they've developed a method to extract unlimited clean energy from children's toys. We'll have more on this as it develops. And now, part two of your Brexit-style campaign to leave the country, state by state. Last we had Gontana, which I'm sure you can kind of figure out uh, comes from Montana. If you can't figure that out, this has been a tremendous waste of my time. We've got Gontana, Nabrosco, Eveda, Nope, Hampshire, uh, Now Gozi, No, Now Gozi, Old Mexico, New New York, Nope, Carolina. I really like Nope, Carolina. Somebody really needs to get on that hashtag. Now Duck. Ooh, now Dakotgo, Obio, Nopalahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania Project, Road Offland, South Gonolana, Sows to Go Through. That, that was South Dakota, in case you didn't know. Tennessee, Texit, Utaint, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and why I'm out. If you do decide to secede from the Union, maybe don't start a civil war over it. That turned out pretty bad last time. Do have a catchy hashtag campaign and use our guide. Thank you from Pearl River Flow. Okay, look, before we head to the comedy tonight, I just want you to know that next week, or next time, we don't necessarily do this once a week, we're going to try to have a local comedian, Daniel Palmer, come on. Uh, he is going to tell us some deep, dark secrets. And we're also going to have... Um, Johnny Bratzveen's performance from uh, Offbeat Comics 
a couple of weeks ago. We've heard the intro. You're going to hear the intro to that bit here today. And uh, that's also the performance we pulled the Doug Gillian uh, bit from last time, uh, last episode, episode six. And so we were really excited about Johnny. Johnny was just just one of the best uh, performances I've seen at Offbeat. It's amazing. And he is going to be there with you next time. All right. uh, Here you go. Pearl River Flows, the babble is brought to you by the Kemper Project. The Kemper Project would like to remind you to bring your children to Kemper County. Make sure that they load up on toys first. It's a children's playground down here at the Kemper Project facility. We've got gigawatts of electricity and miles of piping. We can put things deep underground or remove them from far beneath the earth where they are protected. If your kids want to experience the thrill and the joy of natural gas and coal, bring them to the Kemper Project. Make sure they stock up on toys. They love to bring them here. They love to leave them for the types of toys you should use, please visit PearlRiverFlow.com and check out the collection. All right, everybody. How are we doing tonight in Jackson? Yeah, not so good, huh? Okay. Are y'all all ill? Uh, no, I'm really glad everybody's here tonight at Offbeat Comics. We got a really good show planned for you guys tonight, and I really, I'm really glad to be hosting everything tonight. I really am. I am of the firm belief that jokes get funnier the further you travel to tell them. So we got joke. Uh, that's why comedians go on tour. It's a little known fact. But we got com- comedians here from Memphis, uh, Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, I'm just from a mile down the road, so that may explain my jokes tonight. I. Uh, I am from Mississippi, guys. I know I don't have the accent. I don't start sounding Southern unless I'm trying to get, make a little old white lady happy or the police. Yeah, you hear me talk to either one of those guys, I start sounding like I belong on a torch at a John Deere dealership, and uh, I'll start calling everybody sir and ma'am and everything real quick like. Got a little something up here in the front of my mouth I can't quite spit out that I'm going to have to keep there if I'm going to be talking to you. Start getting me start getting me nervous, drunk, or angry, or around the police, and I start sounding like Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. Jefferson Beauregard Sessions is a great name for a bluegrass album, but a terrible name for an attorney general. Oh man, uh, let's see. Everybody, everybody. I've been I've been online a lot lately. Everybody online is talking about eating ass. It's true. They are. There, everybody online is talking about eating ass all the time, and I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not here for that. I'm just saying the price of chitlins keeps going down. So some of you motherfuckers are lying. If you really like it that much, you can go down to Piggly Wiggly, spend three bucks, and get all the ass you ever wanted to eat. Me, I like to eat booty just like groceries. That's a thing people say. I just said it. And by that, I mean I like it to be picked out by highly trained foreign workers, washed three times in a sterile facility, wrapped in plastic, and sold to me. Over the internet, sure. (laughs) Why not? I don't know how you buy your groceries. but (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. What else is it going to go with here? Um... 
you guys ever i, I want to do a rodeo one day i've never done a rodeo i want to do one rodeo just so i can tell everybody there hey look man this is my first rodeo <laughs> lay off <laughs> haven't done this before this is not my first comedy rodeo though guys believe it or not um if you like this t-shirt you know you guys i i, I made this t-shirt that's right i got a job in a sweatshop but any shop that I am is technically a sweatshop. So if you're sweaty like me, any shop can be a sweatshop. This is technically a sweatshop he's running right now because I am sweating my balls off. All right. Well, look, I, I know nobody really paid to see me up here, but you'll get to see me later, too. So but we're going we're gonna to get, get into our first act first. Uh, you guys know our first act. She's from here in Jackson. Everybody in Jackson loves her. I am looking for her desperately, hoping she's not hiding. Holly Perkins. There you are. You're in the dark spot. I can't see. I'm old. All right, everybody. Look, uh, let's give it up for your first comic, Holly Perkins, everybody. What's up? Yeah, I'm from Jackson. I don't think everybody in Jackson loves me, but that's a great thing. Um, also, like that you said, the jokes are better the farther away from home you are, knowing that I live like a block away from here. <laughs> so thanks. I live in Bellhaven. Um, but glad to be here. Glad we have some out-of-towners um, coming to town. Love Jackson. Um, living in Jackson is really fun. Like, you get to... Um, you know, you learn a few things. You're not as basic as you were before. Um, I say that well. I'm also just, this isn't part of my act, really. I just want to share this with you guys. I'm drinking spiked sparkling water, <laughs> which is the most basic bitch drink anybody's ever heard of. It is like LaCroix that gets you wasted. Um, it's a little dangerous, but it's delicious. Anyway, um, <laughs> you learn things here. Like, uh, one time somebody told me, like, oh, I heard living in Jackson, you learn the difference in, like, a car backfiring and a gunshot. Is that true? Can you tell? And I was like, please. We can tell the difference in, like, a celebratory gunshot and an aggressive gunshot. <laughs> like, we hear, like, pew, 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 and we go, like, oh, no, somebody just graduated high school. Congratulations. <laughs> that's not, nobody got killed. No, that's a good thing. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of sometimes start to think that I'm like kind of a hard ass, like I'm not, like, I'm not scared. Um, but then I'm like really often reminded that I am kind of, kind of a basic bitch. Like, um, one time I lived in this apartment in Jackson and I lived across from a drug dealer. Nice dude though. And <laughs> never had a problem with him except for one time he locked somebody in a car and lit the car on fire and well, first he drove it into our apartment building, and we all had to evacuate because the car blew up. And I was like, oh, shit, look, grabbed all my stuff, ran outside, and was like, this is some real Jackson shit. Uh, and I thought, like, I'm a real badass. But then I looked down, and the first shoes I had grabbed to run out of my house, they were Ugg boots. So I was like, damn it, you're still such a white girl. You ran out because a drug dealer killed a guy, but you ran out in your Ugg boots. So it negates itself, kind of. Um, and, like, one time, uh, I had a sex dream about Dave Matthews. 
um, <laughs> of the Dave Matthews Band. And I like woke up and was like, was that Dave Matthews? And so I Googled it, and it certainly was Dave Matthews, um, which is like a person of color has never had that experience, I don't think. So, um, you know, that's, that's the thing. Um, I used to be a teacher. I like to transition into that from sex dreams. Um, and it was weird being a teacher because I always just thought, like, I would just say the weirdest things to kids, and I always thought they were saying the weirdest things to me, and a lot of times they weren't. Like, one time a girl asked me what superstition mean meant, and I said, it's when you believe in things you don't understand, which is not the definition of superstition, but it is a Stevie Wonder song. So <laughs> I'm not a teacher anymore. Because um, <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know, pop culture. Uh, Google it. <laughs> Why are you asking me questions? Ask Siri. That's what she's here for. It's her job. Um, <laughs> like one time I had this kid and it was just me and him alone in the classroom and he goes oh don't he goes Miss Perkins you got periods and I went yeah <laughs> yeah I do and he went what period is this and I was like was it the 24th <laughs> I don't know <laughs> and he goes I have math for third period and I went oh class periods because you're eight and you're not asking me about my menstruation. You're asking me about class periods because we're in a classroom. That makes a lot more sense. I'm not a teacher anymore. Um, I'll transition into this one. Uh, so my childhood home recently burned down. And people were like, are you so upset? Like so many memories. And I was like, no, like I don't really have a connection to my childhood home because my mom had a hysterectomy. So... And that is a joke about a uterus. Um, and people, a uh, hysterectomy is when you get your uterus moved, and that's where babies are, so that's what that joke means. Um, and people tend to say, like, oh, female comedians just talk about their vaginas too much. And I haven't made a joke about my vagina, but I have talked about my mom's uterus. So let's transition into that being the future. Um, my mom is really funny she has uh she's a brain injury and so she forgets words a lot and one time she called me and she was like hey did you ever get any strap-ons yeah and that was kind of my reaction I was like uh can, can you ask me that again and she said did you ever get any strap-ons and I was like mom I'm gonna say back to you what you just said to me did I ever get any strap-ons and she said yeah you needed some strap-ons because you're going to the beach. And I was like, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm very uncomfortable. And she was like, for your feet. And I was like, sandals. You mean sandals. That's that word. They don't, they, they strap on your ankle, sure, but they are not called strap-ons, mom. She was like, right, sandals. Oh, strap-ons. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah, this is a really bad conversation. Yeah. Uh, I have conversations like that a lot with my parents. One time, uh, my dad and I were talking about how Donald Trump wants to fuck his daughter. Um, Ivanka, not Tiffany. Um, Ivanka's like, like Tiffany is like when you accidentally open front camera and you're like, oh shit, that's what I look like. And Ivanka's like when you're prepped for a selfie and you know your angle and shit. Um, so he wants to fuck Ivanka, right? So we're talking about this and he, um, 
you know, he has said, if maybe if she were my daughter, perhaps we'd be dating. And my dad, upon hearing this, goes, oh, well, that's good. You can feel good about that. I wouldn't date you even if you weren't my daughter. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, dad. Like, a uh, real Freudian moment here, because, like, why, though? Like, why would I be not dateable? Like, we like the same music. I look a lot like mom. Like, what, what would be there? Um, <laughs> dating is, is weird, though. Um, I used to date a guy that vaped, and um, it was not cool. And I hated it because I would, like, be, we'd be sitting in the house, and I'd be like, babe, did, did you make cinnamon rolls? And he'd be like, oh, no, I got a new vape cartridge. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? And then I would get really mad for two reasons. One, because we didn't have any fucking cinnamon rolls. Two, because I was so mad about not having cinnamon rolls. And I was like, is this normal? Is this like a fat person thing? Like, are normal people mad when they smell food that's not there to this level? Because I was real pissed. <laughs> um, yeah, he was not a good boyfriend. Um, you know, but he was just like a real liar. And uh, I feel like it's ironic. And that's kind of how a lot of men tend to be. And part of that is because uh, Wonder Woman is like the it superhero, hot ass woman right now. Her weapon is a lasso that just makes men tell the truth. <laughs> and that's that is the thing where you're like, oh, no, the lasso of truth. That's how bad men don't want to tell the truth about things is that it is a weapon against them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have a friend that recently got engaged, and she posted on Facebook about how, like, she had found her Prince Charming and blah, 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 all the shit. And <laughs> um, she wrote about how her first crush was Prince William. And she always knew that she would find her prince, and now she's found her prince, and um, blah, blah, blah. And... I was talking to my mom about it, and I was like, I don't even remember who my first crush was. And she was like, oh, I do. It was a problem. Um, because it was uh, Charlie Sheen in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Not even one of the good ones. Not like Red Dawn Charlie Sheen. If you're unfamiliar, in this movie, he has a cameo in which he plays a junkie in a jail. <laughs> And she goes, yeah, you took a picture of him with your disposable camera and had it in your room. <laughs> That's how much I liked Charlie Sheen. So she liked Prince William and has now found her prince. And I liked Charlie Sheen, and that is telling about my dating life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's hard to date in the summer, too, because I'm very clammy. Um, so we're not going to hold hands or anything. <laughs> like, don't touch me. Don't touch me during the summer. Uh, call me this fall. <laughs> we'll talk. Um, I'm too clammy for so many things. Like, uh, I can't go to church because they hold hands to pray. Um, I can't go to AA because they hold hands at the end of meetings. So now I just have to drink and sin all the time because I'm fucking clammy. Um, <laughs> it's just single drinking Harlot, what are they called? Heretic. Heretic. <laughs> I looked at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what do they call people that are not religious? Yeah. Well, I, don't know. Um, I did recently stop being so lazy, though, um, when I realized that um, I was putting on my underwear and they were inside out. And I was like, 
fuck it. They're like half up already. I'll just wear them inside out today. Um, yeah, so I'm too lazy to continue this comedy, though. So that is my time. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Everybody give it up again for Holly Perkins here. All right, that was great. Um, Holly, I commend you for at least not being so lazy as that you put on underwear. I've done that since 1998. Uh, now, I, I, in case you missed me earlier, my name's Patrick Jerome. Uh, I am Jackson's premier Karl Marx impersonator. Um, so, uh, but look, we're about to bring another comedian up here today. She's traveled all the way from Columbus just to be here tonight to tell us jokes. So, uh, everybody give a big round of applause for Mandy Lackland. Thank you for getting my name right. It's not a hard name. Uh, you guys like dogs? Yeah, I love dogs. I have eight. You want one? Anybody? It's not a joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, my main dog, I foster dogs, so I have a lot. Uh, and my main dog, he's a black lab, and I thought it would make him a badass if I'm naming him Django, you know? And he's, he's the biggest pussy I've ever met. Like, if a little kid comes up to him, he'll just squat down and start peeing. And I'm like, damn, I should have named you R. Kelly. <laughs> I, I had to explain that joke to an older person. They were like, who is R. Kelly? I was like, well, uh, he, he pees. Never mind. <laughs> it's very awkward. Um, hello. <laughs> Glad you guys can make it. <laughs> Uh, so I'm the youngest of six uh, kids, and it kind of sucks because all of my siblings have bigger boobs than me. Even my brother has bigger tits than I do. This is a padded bra, okay? Um, I get a lot of shit a lot of the time about being skinny, and I hate it, you know? There's one dude, I work at a bar. You can come in. <laughs> she was scared. Oh, okay, oh, okay, I didn't know. Thank you for telling me. One time in Oxford, uh... This girl wasn't listening to a comedy night, and I was real drunk. I was like, bitch, can you not read? It's comedy night. Why are you talking? I didn't know it was the owner's niece, and I called her a four-eyed cunt. I'm sorry. I did. I don't remember it. I watched the video, though. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got banned from the Blind Pig in Oxford for about five years. They just invited me back, though. I got to, Well, I went to Proud Larry's, so it was, it was an accomplishment for me. Anyway, I was talking about boobs. Uh, anyway, so I work at a bar in Columbus, and this guy looked at me, and he's like, damn, girl, you need the pizza buffet. I was like, hey, fatty, don't fucking talk to me like that. And he was like, all right. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't really like going to New Orleans either because everybody wants to see your tits, and they're like, get out of the way, little boy. I want to see some titties. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> um, hmm. So we run open mics in Columbus, and I've had we have a we have an Air Force base there, so we have a lot of pilots that come in and out. And some pilots decided that they wanted to try stand up, so I was like, "Okay, go ahead. They might bomb. I don't know." <laughs> I'm glad you guys laughed. They did not <laughs> at all. Uh, <laughs> this is just really random. This is not really a joke, but my roommate just told me on the way here that uh, she had a dream about Darth Vader, and at the end of the dream. He pulled his mask off, and it was me. I don't know what that means, but I'm worried. 
I think it's because I have eight dogs and she <laughs> hates me. <laughs> um, I have, so I do have eight dogs. I have one that likes to hop the fence. And about two weeks ago, he hopped the fence and he got hit by a car. So I took him to the vet. Uh, he's in the process of getting fixed and he only really got hit in the head. And his name was Handsome Ralph because I had an ugly Ralph outside and they're both yellow and I just was lazy about naming them. And uh, anyway, now he'll, he, he's recovering, his, his head's still kind of swollen, but he's getting there, and I don't want to put a leash on him because I don't want to hurt him, and he'll go outside, and he's gotten kind of stubborn here recently, and he doesn't want to come back inside, and so I went over one day, and I was like, go inside, Ralph, you're very handsome, but get the fuck inside, and he wouldn't, he just sat there and looked at me like, bitch, I know you're not going to touch me, so I squeezed his tail, and I was outside screaming, I was like, I'm sure the neighbors think I'm fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, he snuck into the backyard when I was taking care of the, the other dogs. And I was like, oh, now you want to stay in the backyard. It's a little too late, Ralph. Too fucked up of a joke. I've never tried that. It's true, though. That's just my life. My life is a joke. Um, <laughs> so you guys are all from Jackson? Everybody? Maybe. It's the first time I've ever been to Jackson. It's, it's cool. Um, definitely at home, though. I lived in the hood for three years. And Jesus Christ, I'm back now. <laughs> Uh, living in the hood in Columbus, um, just, I had a lot of random people come up to my house at random times. Uh, <laughs> one dude tried to sell me empty, uh, tanks of gas, like just gas to light a heater. And he was like, I'll give them to you for $20. And I was like, dude, I didn't even say I wanted that. Like, why did you go home and get that? Why'd you bring that back to me? And then I picked it up and I was like, dude, it's fucking empty. You think just because I'm a girl, I'm an idiot, and I'm going to buy it? Get the fuck off my porch. What the fuck's wrong with you? I'm getting Django. <laughs> uh, hmm. So uh, I'm from Delaware. Anybody ever been there besides that guy? Yes? That makes me so happy. <laughs> um, anyway, so there's a huge music festival in Delaware going on right now, actually. It's called Firefly. Uh, I'm not there because I'm broke. And, but I'm here, so I'm happy. Anyway, uh, my birthday's coming up, and about five years ago, I went to Firefly and had one of the worst birthday experiences ever, because my dad texts me. And I love my dad, but he texts me, and he meant to text my stepmom on my birthday. And he said, ha ha, you can be on top tonight, winky face. And I was like, the fuck? This was right after I longboarded to the venue, and I was wearing yellow pants, bright yellow pants. And I was like, oh, everybody's looking at me. And I'm just kind of surprised I even stayed on the fucking longboard because I don't know how to longboard. And I got there and I was like, I really feel like everybody was looking at me. And I went to the porta potty and realized I had started my period. Yeah, and I came out and I was like, I ran up to the first girl I saw. I was like, give me a fucking tampon. And she was like, okay, I'm here. Just don't rob me. <laughs> um, I had a guy a couple weeks ago ask me, he was like, I, I think he asked me if I was on my period or if I was pregnant because I was drinking pickle juice. I was like, no, actually, I'm bleeding right now. And he was like, ew, I don't, I don't want to know that. I was like, well, why'd you ask about my pussy then? <laughs> um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> you know, so I got a cat named Spock. Um, and when I first got him, I, I was going to get some weed. And I told my friend, I was like, hey, when we go to get the weed, ask the dude, can I pay for it with my pussy? So she did it, and the guy was like, hell yeah, and then she pulls the cat out, and he was like, the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, man, I wish I could have recorded that, but for obvious reasons, I cannot. <laughs> um, 
So I, uh, I graduated from Ole Miss back in 2012. Uh, and then the same day I got a diploma, I hit a roadblock and got a felony charge for having three ounces of pot in my car. Apparently that's illegal in some states. <laughs> it was then. Anyway, uh, so I took a, a long hiatus from comedy because um, I started about nine years ago, but there was about three years where I didn't do comedy because I couldn't be in a bar because I was a felon. Um, anyway... I started comedy about a year ago, and it's a little weird doing it again. It's kind of like that one time I had cum in my nose. That burns. Anybody in here ever had cum in your nose? I've met one other person, and that was a very odd conversation, because I was like, you too? And she was like, oh, shit hurts. I was like, god damn, I'm not the only weirdo. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm going to stop stepping on this shit. I'm going to get back to the comedy. Uh, I'm Mandy. I'm from Columbus. We have a... Uh, an open mic the second Tuesday every month in Columbus. If you guys ever feel like coming out and getting weird, thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys, give it up for Mandy one more time. Mandy, this is actually a very nice neighborhood. <laughs> this, this road... This road outside is, is spectacular. It's like flowing down. It's like flowing down a river of lava. It's amazing. It's like you never. Uh, uh, the rest of the roads in Jackson may not be quite this nice. The rest of the roads in Jackson sometimes make me jealous of the uh, Mad Max movies. Like I see a Mad Max movie and it's the post-apocalypse. The bombs have fallen. People are eating each other for food. And it's like, but damn, those roads are nice. <laughs> If I tried to take a war rig at 95 miles an hour down State Street, I'd get eaten by a bunch of cannibals before I got done because that shit would lose all its wheels. So I'm just saying, you know, if, if maybe if nuclear war brings on uh, better infrastructure, maybe somebody should pretend to be China and start tweeting at the president. I don't know. Radical solutions, people. All right, uh, so let's see. Let's, br let's bring up our next comic. Um, I'd get eaten by a bunch of cannibals before I got done because that shit would lose all its wheels. So I'm just saying, you know, if, if maybe if nuclear war brings on uh, better infrastructure, maybe somebody should pretend to be China and start tweeting at the president. I don't know. Radical solutions, people. Today's episode of Pearl River Flows the Babble is brought to you by the Mississippi Skin Council. The Mississippi Skin Council provides real human skin for work, for play, and for fine dining experiences. The Mississippi Skin Council. We've got skin. <laughs> 